Ready to unwrap a surprise from Consumer Cellular? Experience the gift of freedom with no contract, no hidden fees, and always free activation. Here comes the holiday surprise. From now till December 31st, new customers can enjoy their second month for free. To get this holiday offer, visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM and use promo code PODCAST. Act before December 31st to get your second month on us. Use promo code PODCAST. This is the American Veteran Show. Proud to finally say these two words. Welcome home. Dedicated to those who have worn the uniform. Tremendous national asset. Dedicated to our active duty men and women. They came not as conquerors, but as liberators. Dedicated to presenting issues, topics, and interviews highlighting their commitment to our country. I want to thank the courageous men and women who've served their country in uniform. Less than 1% of the population of our country chooses to serve our country in the military. And the other 99% of us, we owe them. Online at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stephen Tubbs. Welcome to this week's edition of the American Veteran Show, this our annual Veterans Day edition of the program. And, you know, we love talking about our active duty and our veterans. We love taking you down memory lane. We love looking at those historic events involving our military from World War One. World War II, and everything up through Iraq and Afghanistan. And certainly we focus and welcome home our Vietnam veterans and the Vietnam War. We try our best to really make sure that we're doing our part as a part of the public airwaves to give you information and maybe just maybe teach you something. And we learn certainly as we do these programs every single week. We have a great show ahead. We'll start with the most recent news from the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. And then we will most certainly pay attention to Veterans Day 2022. And uh, of course, just yesterday, the annual Veterans Day parade in downtown Denver, Colorado, USA was back after a couple of years off because of the pandemic. We couldn't bring you this show without our presenting sponsor, Attorney John Boson, a True Patriot, his team of attorneys at Boson Law, BosonLaw.com. That's B-O-E-S-E-N, BosonLaw.com. They fight on behalf of veterans every single day, from Agent Orange issues to dealings with the Veterans Administration, the VA, and the hospitals, and sometimes the mess for you veterans. We are just so thrilled and thankful for Attorney John Boson. BosonLaw.com or 303 999 9999. We'll talk a lot about the Battle of Tarawa in the Pacific. It began November 20th, 1943. It lasted three days. We'll talk about that. First, though, we begin with news out of Washington and the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin. He begins these comments talking about last weekend's tragedy where at a large event for Halloween, more than 120 people were trampled to death. Just tragic. Our hearts go out to the families of all the victims from across South Korea and around the world, including two young Americans. And we stand together with the people of South Korea during this time of national mourning. Now, it's highly unfortunate that the DPRK has chosen to interrupt this solemn period with the illegal and destabilizing launch of an intercontinental a ballistic missile last night, as well as additional missile launches today. I've consulted with Minister Lee, and we've decided to extend Vigilant Storm, which is our long-scheduled combined training exercise 
to further bolster our readiness and interoperability. And we'll continue to work closely together to develop options to protect the United States and our allies in the region. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin standing with his counterpart from South Korea just a couple of days ago in D.C. as North Korea continues to seemingly poke the bear, that bear being the United States and the West. As we continue our first segment here on the American Veteran Show, we salute all of you who have raised your right hand. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I say your name. Do you solemnly swear? Support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same. Then I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of those officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. Mm. To those men and women, to you perhaps, we are as a nation and as individual Americans, we are forever in your debt. Because without our United States military, we are not a country. And even with our warts, even ahead of an election, we still are the greatest country on earth. Now, I'm not trying to rub it in, but I got to take a vacation within the last couple of weeks. You know, the economy, you just put it on a credit card, right? I was able to go to the big island of Hawaii, one of my favorite places on the planet Earth. And as I was there, we had a chance to see where Camp Tarawa was in World War II from 1943 to 1945. It was known as the Parker Ranch, and Parker Ranch is still around, and it for so many years was, and perhaps still is, one of the largest cattle ranches anywhere on planet Earth. But it was in the late summer of 1943 where more than 50,000 United States Marines from September 43 all the way through the end of World War II They would be at this beautiful spot on the islands, but they were training for hell on earth. And as I was there and standing and looking at the memorial, it looked so tranquil, so peaceful. And you think of so many of our our United States Marines from the 2nd Division, 5th Division, that they trained there and they never came home. And I thought, I wonder on on any kind of R&R, if they were able to get just a couple of miles away and, you know, possibly hear the tree frogs, even back in the 40s. The memorial there is absolutely fitting, very simple, but it does serve as a reminder of of most certainly these great Americans, especially those Marines who would go into hell in the South Pacific. Like this veteran. We were there at Camp Tarawa until maybe about middle, late December. We hadn't hadn't Christmas in Hawaii yet. But between Christmas and the first, first, first 10 days of January, we loaded up on ships, went to Hawaii, or Pearl Harbor rather, loaded on bigger ships, sailed from Pearl Harbor 
to the out to the war zone, and uh, about the second or third day out, the colonel came on the on the uh, loudspeaker, and he told us our destination will be a little-known island, halfway between Saipan and Japan, 600 miles. And of course, we had actually heard of Iwo Jima. He was 18 years old. He has since passed. But I've thought of him. Was he able to hear the tree frogs singing on a little bit of R&R as, as an 18-year-old in the United States Marine Corps? Or was he able to hear the crashing surf at all? We are just getting started on this week's edition of the American Veteran Show, which is our tribute to all of you veterans, men and women, over the decades, over the centuries. And I think it's only fitting to hear the oath one more time. When we come back, the next couple of segments will focus on that battle at Tarawa and why the camp there on the Big Island was named after that significant battle. Stefan Tubbs with you on this Veterans Day edition, we go to the break on the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. I say your name. You solemnly swear. To support and defend. The Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies. Foreign and domestic. And to bear true faith. And allegiance to the same. Then I will obey. The orders of the President of the United States and the orders of those officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. to the American Veteran Show. Here's Stephan Tubbs. Tree frogs singing near the Kilauea volcano. And as we record this, Mauna Loa has not erupted on the big island of Hawaii since 1984. And right now they're watching a lot of increased earthquake activity. Did you know, I certainly didn't, and I learned this on my vacation just a couple of weeks ago, that Mauna Loa makes up more than 50% of the land mass on the big island of Hawaii. And in our first segment, we told you about the visit that I had within the last 10 days or so to Camp Tarawa near the small, tiny, big island town of Waimea. 
And if you've been there, you know that it is beautiful country, uh, almost cowboy country. And they, of course, call their cowboys in Hawaii Paniolos. What a beautiful place. It was a beautiful place for those young men training at Camp Tarawa with the crashing surf and incredible coastline just a couple of miles away for some of them. But for so many, they were not able to enjoy the surf, the waves, the crashes. Because when they got on the Pacific and the Battle of Tarawa almost 80 years ago, in fact, the 79th anniversary is coming up later this month, the waves meant nothing but getting closer to hell. Your commentator is Ray Hanley. The hard road to Tokyo, an American armada laden with United States Marines, steams ahead to Tarawa. Before the dawn of battle, chaplains lead our men in prayer. Then from the peace of prayer, the roar of battle ensues. The seas are peppered with gunfire to protect our vessels from lurking enemy submarines. First, our warships unleash a tremendous pre-landing bombardment. Then thousands of rounds of ammunition are loaded into barges. The first wave of attacking Marines starts toward shore in amphibious tractors and landing boats under a terrific naval barrage to shield them from enemy fire. Thousands of tons of aerial bombs are rained upon Tarawa's waterfront and beachhead as the shore lights up like the crack of doom. On come our heavily manned landing craft as naval gunfire mounts to an unbelievable crescendo of thunder, smoke, and fire. The Marines press on toward shore, unaware that the coral reef that skirts Tarawa will not allow close landing. Landing boats are abandoned as the Marines are forced to wade ashore under terrific crossfire from Jap machine gunners and snipers. Our first assault battalions are cut to ribbons, but wave after wave of Marines continues to land and forge ahead to battle down the strongly entrenched enemy. Here in a veritable no-man's land, 4,000 Imperial Jap Marines fight to the last against our oncoming leathernecks. Here at an appalling cost of life, our men seek to wrest this all-important island from the enemy who seized it from a few missionaries and natives shortly after the Jap sneak attacks on Pearl Harbor. Jap pillboxes are blown up, along with the enemy's permanent concrete gun shelters, sunken 20 feet into the ground. The shell-shattered terrain is strewn with enemy casualties. On every hilltop, Japs are entrenched, ready and waiting for the assault, hold in a bomb-proof shelter. 
pouring an incessant rain of steel from their stronghold. A flamethrower goes into action. Japs in a pillbox are trapped and destroyed. More landing boats, bringing reinforcements, race through the choppy sea to land on the beachhead as the intensity of the battle increases. On the second day, the battle reaches its venomous height. Back in the island's desolate waste, our men waged the grimmest battle the Marines have ever fought. The wounded receive constant care as stretcher bearers hurriedly return the maimed and suffering behind the battle lines for emergency treatment and life-giving plasma. And here in the thick of battle, a fearless cameraman photographs a stirring and dramatic episode. Another concrete enemy pillbox is discovered, a sunken fortification from which the Japs snipe many a brave Marine. Cautiously, the Marines stalk the enemy with guns held in readiness. But the guns and parts of all but one of the trapped Japs have been stilled. For three days and three nights, the battle rages, a battle that ranks with the most bitter and concentrated engagements in all American military history. Crossfire sweeps the trees like a tropical hurricane. Millions of bullets, hundreds of tons of explosives pour into the stubborn Japanese. Every yard of Jap positions is raked by fire and shot. United States gunfire is ceaseless, and here in the heat of battle, we see a group of frightened, terror-stricken Japs rushing to a safe haven, which they never attain. Admiral Hill and Marine General Smith, who led the attack. As the crescendo of battle lessens, a frightened kitten, the only living thing for acres around, emerges into the light, and a battle-scarred Marine meekly shares his canteen with a helpless creature. This smiling Marine exhibits a near miss. Tarawai is won, but the record is grim. 1,026 gallant Marines will never return. 2,557 are wounded. The price of victory was high and might have been greater had not the heroism of the attacking Marines overcome the unexpected waterfront hazards that took such a devastating toll. The surviving men returned to the shore carrying their wounded. Others marched to camp over the shattered sand dunes and beneath the shell-raked coconut palms out of the holocaust of war, into the warmth of a tropical sun. Tarawa was impregnable, the Japs claimed, but they forgot to tell it to the Marines. Grim faces past Lieutenant Colonel Arnold Johnston, who salutes his surviving comrades. At Guadalcanal, the United States Marines first raised old glory on enemy soil, and now at Tarawa, they unfurl our symbol of victory. 
a victory second to none in the annals of courage, daring, and heroism, always faithful to the traditions of their corps and their country. Coming up in our next segment here on the American Veteran Show, more on the Battle of Tarawa, which began almost exactly 79 years ago, November 20th, 1943. It lasted until November 23rd. It was between, of course, the United States and Japan at the Tarawa Atoll in the South Pacific. United States Marines there will have more from a documentary film that actually won an Academy Award just a couple of years after the actual battle. We'll continue that coming up next. Also, a salute to all of you who have raised your right hand as our Veterans Day program for 2022 continues. Stephen Tubbs with you. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. Welcome back to the American Veteran Show. We continue now with Stephen Tubbs. We continue on this Veterans Day 2022 special coming up at the end of the program. In our final segment, we've got something special up our sleeves for you and we so appreciate and we are so in debt to all of you who have served any branch at any time in this great country's history we continue looking at the battle of tarawa in the south pacific of course the united states marine corps taking on japanese military and soldiers and this from an academy award-winning documentary from just a couple of years after that late 1943 battle They're savage fighters. Their lives mean nothing to them. One of our boys is hit. At night, the Japs would swim out to our wrecked amphibians and set up machine guns. They got a few of us. Before we got them. Commanding officer of the assault troops confers with his staff. One of our medium tanks remains in operation. Although at the end of the second day, D plus one, we breathe a little easier, mortar squads continue to hammer enemy points of resistance. By this time, we know the Japs are licked. They must know it, too. There's still strong resistance. Nip suicide snipers tie themselves up in the trees and take pot shots at us. We hit them, but they don't fall. Just die and hang there.
light tank moves up the airstrip. One of our boys is wounded during the attack on the airfield. Another Marine goes out after him in a jeep under heavy machine gun fire. Back at the beach, there's constant activity. Amphibians tow in fresh supplies, food, ammunition, guns. As the battle moves across the island, the chaplain's assistants tend the dead, removing the lower identification tag and leaving the duplicate on each Marine so there'll be no mistake later on. Generals Holland Smith and Julian Smith commanding the force and division. Admiral Harry Hill commanding the task force. Sometimes we actually have to dig the Japs out of their holes. The island is infested with buried pillboxes, many of them still crawling with Japs. These bunkers were so constructed that heavy shelling and demolition charges failed to crumble them. Many of them were over 20 feet deep. Our first prisoners. given first aid in the field and then carried by stretcher to the boats. With them always are the Navy hospital corpsmen and Navy doctors and surgeons. At the transport, the steel litters are lifted from the barges and lowered into the hold. They're taken to the ship's hospital. Not a second is lost. These are marine dead. This is the price we have to pay for a war we didn't want. And before it's over, there'll be more dead on other battlefields. Burial aboard ship for Marines killed in action. Just to make sure they're not concealing weapons, the prisoners are lined up and their clothes cut away. We gave them new ones later from their own dumps. The rest of the island's defending force is dead. None escaped. Tokyo once boasted that it would cost 100,000 of our men to take Tarawa. We lost less than 1,000. The Japs over 4,000. A wounded Jap soldier. We took very few of these. Most of our prisoners were Korean laborers. One of our officers captured these Japs from a disabled landing boat. Prisoners carry their own wounded to the pier for evacuation. Captured Jap water. This is the first chance the boys have had to wash since they got on the island. Gunfire from our warships knocked these big guns out early in the bombardment. These were English Vickers guns captured by the Japs in Singapore. 
one of their many light tanks. This was the Jap command post, built of reinforced concrete several feet thick. That building was built to withstand plenty, and did. We finally took it with TNT and flamethrowers. The fighting was still going on at one end of the island when the Seabees landed with their heavy equipment. They set to work clearing the airstrip even while we were fighting for it. The first plane landed just 24 hours after the CBs had started to work. The second one lands one minute later. We welcomed the pilot to our new home. It was our first chance to thank those guys for the swell job they did for us before and during the attack. On D plus four, our relief came in. Maybe you think we weren't glad to see them. I guess all of us knew from the first, no matter how tough the going was, that we'd take the island. Just the same, the day the colors were run up on this palm tree and flew for the first time over Tarawa, we got a lump in our throats. We were mighty proud. are the Marines who took Tarawa. That from that Academy Award winning documentary from 1945. We'll wrap up with well, something special for all of you who have served as our Veterans Day 2022 program continues. This is the American Veteran Show, AmericanVeteranShow.com. This is the American Veteran Show, online at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Here's Stephen Tubbs. We wrap up this special edition of the American Veteran Show. Hope you enjoyed our look at the Battle of Tarawa and made you appreciate even more what those young members of what would become the greatest generation, what they went through. But to all of you who have done this, raise your right hand and repeat after me. I say your name. Do you solemnly swear? Support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies. And domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same, then I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of those officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. We, as a nation, are forever in your debt. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, 
prospered as no other people on earth. It was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Grant us a common faith that man shall know 
bread and peace, that he shall know justice and righteousness, freedom and security, an equal opportunity and an equal chance to do his best, not only in our own lands, but throughout the world. And in that faith, let us march, march toward the clean world our hands can make. Amen. Slowly wrapping up this Veterans Day 2022 special program. Hope you've enjoyed it. Visit our new and improved website if you've missed any past episodes at AmericanVeteranShow.com. Now, this is from a few years ago, so we don't have the new Space Force branch song. So please bear with us. We've played it before. But to all of you, we salute you. So you better give a wink at least when you hear your branch's song here on the American Veteran Show. United States Coast Guard.
That wraps up this week's edition. And how could I not play? Sound from the Big Island of Hawaii. For our incredible producer, Michael Arpaio, who, by the way, just came back from vacation. He enjoyed Costa Rica. I'm Stephen Tubbs. Take time out this week. Remember our troops. For God's sake, vote. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Show is a copyrighted production of Mountain Time Media Group, LLC. All rights reserved. For more information, visit AmericanVeteranShow.com. Join us next week for another edition of The American Veteran Show. We all know how much of a hassle buying a car can be. You spend so much time driving around trying to find a perfect car, negotiating over the price, and worrying about the quality of the vehicle. But not anymore. Vroom is the better way to buy and sell used cars. When you go to Vroom.com, you can shop thousands of cars right from your phone. They have all the popular makes and models and no-haggle pricing, so you know you're getting a good deal. Best of all, they'll deliver your new ride directly to you. Vroom stands by its vehicles, too. Every car and truck from Vroom goes through a thorough inspection and reconditioning process and comes with a 90-day limited warranty. On top of that, you have 7 days or 250 miles, whichever comes first, to make sure it's the car for you. And if you don't love it, you can return it. You can also sell or trade in your current car on Vroom and they'll pick it up for free. Just answer a few questions about your car on the Vroom website and you'll get an offer in as little as two minutes. So whether it's buying your next car, selling or trading in your current one, Vroom has you covered. Start shopping today at Vroom.com. That's Vroom.com.